0: Hi, everyone. This is Regina.
1: Hi, horse lovers. This is Lynn. This week on the
0: Horse Industry Podcast. We are sponsored by Purple Power Equine, looking to add performance, power, and balanced nutrition. Purple Power Equine has many products that will become essential in preparing your equine athlete for performance. Whether you need to help gut and hoof health or add weight, body and dimension, Purple Power Equine can help bring success
1: to your equine athlete. Gastro power up, hoof power, power punch, emergency power. Visit purplepowerequine.com or on Facebook at Purple Power Equine. So, Gina, when it comes to owning horses and riding horses, horses become a way of life. Totally. A a natural way of life for us. And sometimes you don't even realize how natural it is for you to interact with horses and care for horses. And I came across an article, 20 Ways Horse Riding Becomes Life Itself. And this article, it was featured on the Dressage Radio Show. Mm -hmm. And... I find it really interesting. So I'm going to read through this a little bit. But at first, horse riding is just like any other skill you want to learn. You put an effort in and you eventually become more effective as time goes on. At some point, things begin to change and somehow without you even knowing it, it's a natural habit or it's a a skill, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So while we develop as riders, we also grow as human beings. Not only do we grow in terms of physical ability, but perhaps even more so, we grow in character. Oh, Situations that used to affect us one way or other, bother us more in dealing with animals, learning patience. It changes our behavior and our life outside of the horse world. We talked in previous
0: episodes about our competitive nature, Mm -hmm. and being involved in the horse industry has helped me grow as a human because I was a terrible loser as a young person, and I've tried to keep it into perspective when I get my butt kicked.
1: Right, and still learning today. Mm-hmm. I mean, still making mistakes and still learning from those mistakes. And I can't wait to get back and improve upon my behavior if I mishandled a situation. Right. Which, which I have. Wait, did you flog your steed? <laughs> no, I didn't <laughs> flog my steed. I didn't <laughs> flog my steed. But it's about taking ownership. And what happens in that arena? We need to take ownership for it. It's not anybody else's fault. It's it's something where we learn and move forward. I
0: truly, for myself and my daughter, I truly try to remember the only person that we are competing against is ourselves the last time we rode. And I truly try to remember that. It's just difficult because you are competing against others. And I try to force myself to wish that every kid, woman, man, child who goes in that show
1: pen has the best ride that they can. So in cutting... You are at the mercy of cattle. And every time we go to a show, they're like, these cattle are terrible or these cattle are pretty good or watch out for that Charlotte looking one. She just runs. <laughs> and what I've learned is like, you can't, like, you're going to have good cattle and bad cattle at every event. And you just have to do the best with what you're
0: dealt. I have to admit this to you and I've never admitted this to you in person. So I'm just throwing it right out there, right in this episode. All right. One of the things that annoys the crap out of me is when people say, how is showing horses that hard? You just that hard. You just sit there. <laughs> and I watch you on Levi and I watch Uncle Kevin on Levi. And I'm like, well, cutting must be fun because all you have to do is hold on. You don't do anything,
1: right? <laughs> yes, that's all, do. Just hold on. I can show you the bruises on the inside of my thighs where it looks like I was beat by a bat because I'm trying to stay in the saddle because of those crazy cows. But do you cue the horse? You use you do use your legs just in pleasure and, and riding. Mm-hmm. You have to you your hand is down, uh-huh. but you have to guide that horse a lot with your legs and your body going ninety miles an hour oh, after a crazed cow heifer, trying to keep your balance, trying to use your herd side leg versus your cow side leg. See, these are these things
0: that I don't know. Oh. I mean, I know how hard it is to ride a pleasure horse, but
1: when I look at you guys cut, I'm like, oh, that must be fun. You just sit there. So again, I owe my husband many, many apologies for his first two years of cutting. I would say because you were the spectator. Yeah, like, well, how'd you lose that cow? Like, Duh. Okay. I am so sorry, Kevin. Please forgive me. <laughs> and all of my friends that cut. It's it's a it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. showing horses is hard. No matter what discipline you do, it's hard well and i even remember showing pleasure horses and going down that mm-hmm. the rail mm-hmm. and your horse is at a set yes perfect speed and you have to for pass. your horse, and some fool gets right in front of you mm-hmm. crawling along mm-hmm. the rail and forces you off that rail mm-hmm. like those are the things that complicate that good ride
0: that is why i hate showing Western pleasure. And everybody in my barn knows I hate showing Western pleasure.
1: My horse is really good at Western pleasure. I hate it. I hate getting off that rail. I hate it. Well, especially when somebody's coming up on you mm. or they go in front of you and cut in front of you. And it's all of those things that just make that not necessarily nice person want to come out of you. Right, full circle. Okay. We do the best that we can That's to right.
0: grow as humans in this industry and sport.
1: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I'm going to talk about... How horse riding becomes life when number one, the patience you develop working with your horse becomes the patience you use with your friends and colleagues. Wait, is that when I tell them to hoe? <laughs> <laughs> Do you I, think that has that helped you with your with your colleagues?
0: I, you know, I've worked remote for a long time and. I'm also in education, so I don't really – I'm not around my quote-unquote colleagues a lot, but has helped me with my children, and I try not to flog them either. <laughs> <laughs> but I do click to them and tell them ho. I, I mean, I tell Chris ho all the time if I want to do something. Ho, I got to give you this. <laughs>
1: All right, so here's another one. The body language you use to communicate with the horses, just like you just said, becomes your source of confidence in group activities. So when you're with a group, you say, "Whoa, yeah," or I or I try to cut them, like
0: <laughs> like if I've got somebody that I really want to talk to, I tend to do the cutters thing, and yeah. I kind of get them out of the herd. Oh, so, oh, excellent!
1: You're making a good cut. I made a good. I make good cuts. Yes. Nice. Yes. The coordination you learn on the back of the horse keeps you safe from unexpected physical mishaps.
0: Oh, okay, I, I agree I, I'm with still that. pretty clumsy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I do have to go back to the showmanship walk has completely transformed my everyday walk. I walk with a purpose. There is no one who can keep up with me when I'm walking. I think that's genetic from Grandma Cup. I think so. And it's about efficiency. I mean, why waste time walking? Chris strolls. Chris is a
1: stroller. Chris has clearly never done a showmanship pattern. Walk with a purpose. Walk with a purpose. Walk into the grocery store with a purpose. Walk into a head up, back. Walk into a meeting with a purpose. Look
0: where you're going. Absolutely. Plan your next move. Yeah. If I'm getting the A1 sauce, I know down the aisle a little ways are my pickles and I am planning my next move all the time. In fact, as we're talking about this, I am excellent at maneuvering slow people at the grocery store. Passing along the rail. Passing along the rail, yes. I'm passing the slow people on the rail. And I can't tell you how many times I say swear words. Well, particularly during the pandemic when we wore a mask, I would
1: just mouth not good things. Because you were behind your mask and nobody could read your face. (laughs) Exactly. Your RBF. Yes. So yes, absolutely working with horses, I have learned to maneuver in crowds. Okay. Heavy lifting, pulling, pushing, hoof cleaning develops your strength enough to allow you to fluidly function during physically taxing circumstances. For sure. I don't know what, if I'm doing yard work, first of all, I
0: don't, Really fold laundry, so I don't do a lot of housework. That's that's just not what I want to do. But if I'm outside, like doing something, yard work or whatever, eventually I get tired, just because you know it's a different activity. When I am working in the barn or at a horse show, I do I do not recognize fatigue.
1: No, we it's farm girl strength. Yeah, absolutely, farm girl strength, horse girl strength, yep. and I mean. Even some equestrians that didn't grow up on a farm mm-hmm. and may have grown up in town or whatever and boarded their horse, mm-hmm. but it absolutely brings a physicality to your sedate life if you're going to own horses and participate in horses. For
0: sure. I carry bags of feed out from... It cracks me up because now as a middle-aged woman, I am often asked at the feed store, the farm store, do you need help carrying those items out? No, I don't. Thank you. Yeah. Because you've got to unload them when you get home. Yeah. And I figure if they're mine, I mean,
1: it's it's a gym workout in five minutes. It is. It's important. It is. Facing your fears while on another's four legs teaches you how to have courage in the face of life's many difficulties. I had an interview recently,
0: and I had to pretend like I was teaching a graduate-level class to people who were interviewing me, and I was standing up in the front of the class with people who my job was on the line with, because I, I wanted that job. And I compared it to, it was a parallel to standing at the cone in a coliseum. You're at that cone or you're in the front of that room and you know you have something you've got to accomplish. And when I was in that interview situation, I focused, I put my, 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 shoulders back. And I thought about every step or every element that I needed to do during that presentation to get me to a successful end. And it's a total parallel to being in a show pen and thinking about how I need to perform and getting to the end of that pattern successfully.
1: You and I were raised as rural farm girls. Mm-hmm. And to be successful in Business or anything, I I cannot express how much showing horses has given me the confidence to walk into a boardroom at the executive level, the CEO level of a of a hospital or health system and make a presentation mm-hmm. because of what you just described. Mm-hmm. Yep. Point cone A to cone yep. D. Yep. Absolutely. You learn to temper your often overscheduled daily routines by slowing down to meet the simplicity of horse life. Oh, God, that's so not right. Yeah, I'm like, no, No. I don't think so.
0: No, and it's funny because I have often annoyingly heard people say, I think I shall move to the country and simplify my life. What the hell? (laughs) There's no... In fact, it complicates your life. I mean... If I didn't show horses, I would be a simple lake resident or town resident. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the traveling, the care, the—I mean, you don't not get to do chores Christmas morning and Easter Sunday night. I mean, there. No,
1: it's showing horses is anything but a simple life. Yeah, I mean, we slow down and are quiet with our horses, sure, but the rest of the time, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, boom. we're walking at full speed.
0: Yeah, yeah. and I will say that. I don't mind cleaning stalls because – and we've seen this meme out there where you've solved all the world's problems – as you're cleaning a stall. Yeah. Because that's the time that it's, it's quiet. You think you're with that horse. And so I will say that there are those special moments where you do just kind of decompress and you, you pet your horse. But generally speaking, it's a definitely a fast paced life.
1: I get much more satisfaction out of looking at my horse's clean, pristine <sighs> stall than I do cleaning my own bathroom. 100%. Right? It just yeah. gives me so much more satisfaction. Oh, yeah. I enjoy it. Like I look at it and go, oh. oh like when I clean my bathroom of the house, I'm like, oh. uh, who's gonna had mess to Do it that up? task. Yeah. If I see a nice pile of
0: clean shavings in a stall, I think I would like to nap there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're not soft though. They're scratchy.
0: There's they're but it's just there's just something about the smell of a clean stall. Clean shavings.
1: I, I do remember though as a kid because we had straw as a yeah. kid. And so like we would bed the straw, the stalls down with fresh straw. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely remember laying in the stall with my horse or my pony on that straw. And it was a lovely, lovely experience. Mm-hmm. Yes. So this one we already talked about, we've covered this one fully. The leadership skills your horse teaches you carries into your work and relationships. Absolutely. Ready to talk totally. about that? Totally. Yeah.
0: And, and here's another step to that is that there are times when you need to lead your horse, and there are times when you need to step back and let the horse lead you.
1: Yes, as in cutting, when I have to put my hand down and trust Levi and not hope not to screw him up. <laughs> Try not to get in his way. Well, and I would say that for
0: my horse as well, that actually, she's not really my horse. She's Lyle's horse now. But there's been times when I've shown her, and it's like, I just have to not get in her way. Yeah. She knows what her job is. Yeah. And I just let her, I have to let her do it. Yes. Yeah.
1: And again, the self-confidence you develop from knowing you can influence a powerful animal seeps into every interaction you have with people. It's a common theme. Every one of these that I'm reading is such a Mm -hmm. common theme of Mm -hmm. of the things that we already know. You learn from horses that it's okay for things to get worse because after things get worse, they always get better. (laughs) You've been at rock bottom for like the last two years in a row. Don't cry right now because you have literally been at rock bottom with two very nice show horses over the last two years. It can get better, Gina. They'll live. And we laugh. And we laugh. We laugh. Because it's been been a terrible hell
0: for you. And I'm so sorry. Yeah. And it's been hell. But yeah, I guess there's something about perseverance, and I guess what it does tell me is that being an equestrian, being in this horse industry, is something so completely innate in me. It is who we are as individuals and as women that you and I have never... We've had so many amazing experiences in life, successful careers, wonderful family life. You and I have traveled. We've owned... Rolex watches, you, and we've done all those things. Yet at the end of the day, we always find our way back to this life and the horses. It's just truly who we are. And yes, I'm hopefully, and and there have been people who have had much greater tragedies than mine, but somehow we always pull ourselves up by the bootstraps and try to get to that next step.
1: Yeah. we. It's Right? I mean, it's like, you can get us down, but you can't stop us. I mean, yeah. we'll figure a way. We'll find a way. Mm-hmm. We'll find a way for sure. Mm-hmm. And that's just because our, of our passion for the yeah. sport, the animals. Mm-hmm. You discover that taking shortcuts might not be to your benefit in the long run. Some things have to take time they need to take the time they need to take to get to success. And that's for sure. There's no shortcuts in this industry. No. No matter what level. I mean, you you can't just because you buy the expensive horse doesn't mean you're going to go be a world champion. No. I've seen a lot of
0: people buy horses that I will never be able to afford and they cannot perform. And I've seen teams that have just put the time and the effort in that they make, they drive the miles, they spend the hours. They're up at 2 o'clock in the morning practicing their showmanship pattern before the next day's show and they're the ones that get it done. There are no shortcuts. And you know what? Not to go down a different path, but there are also no shortcuts when it comes to taking care of that athlete. Yeah. Farrier, medical, exercise. There are few shortcuts.
1: Yeah, and definitely we're we're finding that out too. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's the initial investment in the horse is nothing, nothing. compared to the Maintaining it. And I do appreciate more and more articles Mm -hmm. about that vet exam, that pre purchase exam Mm -hmm. is not necessarily about finding something wrong and you're not going to buy the horse, Mm -hmm. but finding out what's wrong and how you're going to maintain this. How are you going to manage it? Because everyone can find something
0: wrong in that pre purchase exam. There is no horse that's perfect. It's finding out the truth of, okay, this is my issue. And am I willing to take the time? and the money and the effort to invest in keeping that issue balanced and maintained and managed no matter what it is.
1: Yeah. And it so says sometimes you just have to let go, especially when the horse isn't working out or the animal, you're not connecting with the animal. And sometimes you just have to learn to let go. And we've had to learn that in the past. That's a tough one when you when you you get so excited to purchase an animal, but just sometimes it's not a fit. And for that animal's benefit and your own, you've got to move on. It'll That horse will fit someone, just mm-hmm. maybe not you. And to go a step further with that,
0: I worked with a trainer prior to the trainer that I work with now. And I think so much of her because she said to me one day, "I the horse that she had of mine at the time, she said, you know what? I just don't get along with this horse. doesn't mean that the horse is bad, but trainers are people too. Sometimes it's not the right trainer for the horse horse. Mm-hmm. It still might be the right horse for the person, mm-hmm. but sometimes it takes a lot of courage to find the right trainer that works well with the horse.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Not every trainer can work miracles on every horse. No. Nope.
1: In general, riding in life isn't about brute strength. It's about gentle technique and strategy. Not flogging your steed. Yes, <laughs> We talked about that like three you episodes just like ago. like the word flogging. I like
0: flogging your steed. I mean, what a phrase. I am always I'm going to carry flogging your steed through pretty much almost every episode I can now. <laughs>
1: that was a fun episode.
0: I know. I'm going to have a t-shirt on that says don't flog your steed.
1: <laughs> we should. Horse Industry Podcast. Okay. Don't, Don't flog, flog your steed. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let us know if you want to buy one. <laughs> we do need to have a merch page. We for sure. do. I know. There's no such thing as a day off. And we've already talked about that. You no. begin to value the rewards that hard work reaps. I mean, there's, there's no day off with your animals. No. The work has to get done, whether you feel up to it or not, right? Mm-hmm. Invariably, you learn to prioritize responsibilities and get it all done.
0: Oh, my God. I can't tell you how many times throughout my life I have dragged my pathetic, either deathly ill or incredibly hungover self (laughs) out to the barn in the morning to feed my animals, my horses, chickens, goats, so I could crawl back to bed. I mean, you just don't not take care of them.
1: Yeah, no. You, you have to, and, and you're right. You have to overcome some obstacles on occasion to get out there. Dead of winter, four oh. feet of snow, sideways rain, all those things. There is no such thing as instant gratification. Amen. There is only hard work and step-by-step development. You seek perfection, but realize that you can rarely reach it. Oh, my God, is that not the case? Right weekend after weekend, we seek perfection Mm -hmm. and you could get there. You could have the perfect ride, the perfect score, the perfect win. And then next weekend, it humbles you real real quick, quick. (laughs) humbles you real quick. Get a little cocky.
0: That naughty heifer pops her head up. Yep. (laughs)
1: Definitely horses and animals. It's a it's a humbling sport. It is.
0: It is because you know, when you're a quote unquote regular athlete where you just have to count on your own mental capacity and your own physical ability. It's one thing. And that's, of course, challenging on its own. I mean, my son is a baseball pitcher occasionally, and sometimes he has good days, and sometimes he doesn't have good days. But when you mix the person as the athlete with a horse that's an athlete, and you don't speak the same language, horses have feelings and moods and talents, and sometimes they're hungry at six o'clock when you're supposed to be running your horsemanship pattern, and it makes them cranky. Yeah. You yep. know? Yep. It's merging of two athletes together. And I cannot think of another sport where that occurs other than perhaps showing dogs. A synchronized
1: swimming. <laughs> where did that come from? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean you get a whole bunch of women out there yeah. in the water that oh, gotta do God. the same thing. Right. And think of all the hormones that go on in synchronized yeah. swimming. Who and you know what?
0: I have a lot of people in my life that are amazing swimmers. Who wants to who wants to be cold and wet at the same time? I am the last thing on earth I would ever be as a swimmer.
1: Well, and they've got a that synchronized swimming it fascinates me because they've got to stay underwater for a certain amount of time and not drown and not drowned. Keep their legs and their toes pointed. Can't see anything. And you know that you get a group of women together like that. Oh, you know that there's some bitterness. Oh, there's Psh. some hatefulness that goes on in there. They don't all like each other. No. Sometimes they want to hold the other woman <laughs> below the water and drown her. <laughs> think you digress <laughs> <laughs> I do <laughs> oh the path is more important than the end result and don't we all know amen that? and that's a
0: thing that you and I have talked about over and over and over again and I try to be so very very cognizant of the fact that horse showing for Lila and I is the nights in our trailer mm-hmm. and the pizza the monocles pizza when we're at Gordyville, and me falling off of a scooter in front of my friends and bloodying my hands and laughing. Were you drunk? No, it was the middle of the day. I tried to do a Miss America wave (laughs) and I hit some gravel and I went ass over tea kettle. (laughs) And my friend Amber's husband, Matt, the first thing he did was bust out laughing. My other friends came to my aid. Anyway, I still have a scar on my hand from that. But there's so many parts about horse showing that are so Much more important than the buckles and the awards. And now, trust me, I like the buckles and the awards and the swag. Don't get me wrong. If I have a if I have a show and I don't get to come home with one, it's kind of a bummer. But at the end of the day, it is about the journey. It is. And when that journey is done, it's It's sad. I mean, it's we're so fortunate that we get to do this. And I think that's why we're doing this still in our middle age is that we don't want that journey to be over with. No way. Because there's so much more fun ahead. It's just a different kind of fun.
1: Yeah. And again, the rides and the mistakes, they really dim Mm -hmm. compared to the campfire time. Absolutely. For sure. Yep. Yep. And then the last comment that they have is though, although we all have our own confirmation faults Mm -hmm. that might work against us. We can overcome almost anything with skill, time, and effort. And that's the truth. We just work hard at it and enjoy it. Is it confirmation faults like the Tatas episode we just did? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe maybe our own confirmation faults or whatever. But again, I mean, the life lessons that horses Mm -hmm. have taught me and I know you are invaluable. Yep.
0: so that's our story this week. Thank you for joining us. We look forward to spending more time with you and sharing stories of our industry. See you next week.